a lot of people will not spend anything on having fun while they're getting out of debt or achieving a financial goal that they really want to achieve. They treat this time like going to purgatory for their sins. They want it to hurt. They want it to feel bad. And that's okay to a degree, but I've seen time and time again that those who enter debt payoff purgatory come out without the ability to have fun. And it can then take years of therapy to be okay having fun again. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a Budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget episode 25, how to enjoy spending money while you achieve your financial goals. I'm really excited about this. It's December. It is in between Thanksgiving and Christmas for us. I'm really looking forward to Christmas. We're planning our next summer, if you can believe it, next summer Disney trip. There's just a lot going on. I'm going to be taking some time off here in December, and we're wrapping up the year and starting a bunch of launches in January. It's a really, really busy time, and I'm sure it is for you too. So in this podcast episode, we're talking about enjoying spending money while you're achieving your financial goals. So so what that really means and, and how you can do that. A lot of people think that you can't enjoy life while you're paying off debt or you're really going whole hog on your financial goals. So if that is saving for a house, a down payment on a home, whether that is making sure that your retirement is all set or you're paying off debt right? You're paying off credit cards, you're paying off student loans, you're you're making sure that your financial life is tip-top shape. While you're doing that, a lot of people think that you can't enjoy your life. And I, I want to tell you that that's not true. From personal experience and from working with a lot of people by now, that's just not true. You need to be smart about how you spend your money. And most people will hear that phrase and think, well, I am being smart about how I spend my money. I'm I'm paying off my debt. I'm saving up for a down payment on a home. But I, being smart about money also means that you're taking care of your, your mental health, your physical health. It means taking care of your whole health. And I would advocate very strongly that you still need to enjoy your life and you need to enjoy spending money on fun things while you're achieving your financial goals. Now, not a lot of money, but some money. For a lot of people, money management is a black and white topic. You know, they, they focus on just one goal at a time, working as efficiently as possible with the money they have. We're taught this at work, right? Be as efficient as possible. We're taught to be production machines. We're taught to do things as quickly as possible uh, so that our employers want to keep us, so that we are the best. We were taught in school to have the best grades, to do things in the shortest amount of time for the best outcome. We were taught a lot of things that, frankly, don't apply to our mental health and 
and don't necessarily apply to all aspects of money management. One financial guru who's out there and really prominent says, if you're getting out of debt, the only time you should see the inside of a restaurant is if you're working there. And look, I'm not saying he's all wrong, but that certainly, you know, it doesn't leave much room for enjoyment. I've personally been on both sides of this spectrum. I have been all work and no play to get out of debt. And I've had the eventual eventual transition from debt burdened to debt free. So I've done both. And I went from being so poor that I was malnourished to then so rich, I didn't know what to do with the $80,000 in my bank account. And I figured it out, guys, don't worry. And then back to, you know, starting this company, which I don't know if you've ever talked to a small business owner, but it doesn't, you know, it's a little rocky when you first start a company doing your very first company, uh, doing something that's pretty new. So, so we had some pretty lean months. So I went from poor to rich to kind of poor again. And it was a transition and it shouldn't have been such a transition going from debt burdened to debt free. It shouldn't have been a transition from feeling sick if I was spending money that, that I didn't think I should be spending to spending money that we had for our enjoyment. I had to reevaluate my frugal decisions. I had to reevaluate what we were doing with our money and go through that process and learn to feel okay spending money for fun. Going 100% speed or 110%, picking up an extra job, which there's nothing wrong with that. Going super speed toward debt freedom actually nearly killed me. And it gave me the medical bills to prove it. So I'm not speaking from, from an outsider looking in. I'm speaking here from somebody who has been on multiple stages in this journey, been been in many, many places. And I've lived to tell the tale. I have lived through the therapy to figure out how to enjoy spending money again. I have lived through a lot of this to figure out what is this balance? How do I create this balance for myself? How do I create this balance for other people, help them find it? How do we be okay spending money for fun on frivolous things while we have our financial goals, while we're looking at some financial goals. So let me tell you that the seven steps in really thinking about this and working with people in in trying to figure it out, here are seven steps to enjoying your money while you achieve your financial goals. The first one is figure out what your financial goals are. No surprise there. What are they? What is the priority? What is your, your plan for your financial goals? Why is it your plan? What are you really trying to achieve? And why is that motivating to you? So find out your financial goals, write them down, uh, put them in order, right? And then the second, second step is create that budget. You can't feel okay spending money unless you have a budget that you're keeping and you have some parameters around that money spent. So create the budget and review that budget against your financial goals. Do you have enough money for your essential expenses like housing, food, utilities, your financial goals, what you're trying to achieve, paying off debt and fun? If not, just book a complimentary consultation with me at saverstreet.com. We'll figure it out. Step number three, develop a plan of action to achieve your goals. 
And that can mean changing habits or reducing your expenses. It can mean picking up an extra job. It could mean a lot of things. If you have a plan, if you have a budget, if you know what your goals are, then you have to make it tactical. What is your action plan? Divide that out by days, by weeks, by months, and track yourself along that goal. Step number four is make a list of all the fun things you want to do with your money and then prioritize that list. This will help keep you on track while also enjoying yourself. So you'll make sure that you're not doing all the things, you're doing the next fun thing with the money and we'll get to the amount. Number five, remember that it's okay to enjoy spending money every once in a while if it helps motivate you toward achieving your overall financial goals. We'll get to that more later. Number six, and this is extra important. Every time you achieve a financial milestone, whether that is a financial goal or whether that is halfway through, it depends on how big your goals are, set some milestones that are achievable and not more than every three months out. But every time you achieve a financial milestone, treat yourself to something special. You'll be extra motivated when you reward yourself. And number seven, if there's one thing, one thing I've learned from my experience with finances, it's that something, sometimes things don't go according to plan, but don't give up. Don't give up. Don't judge yourself. Don't give up when things don't go your way. So just, just like how we're not supposed to judge people on their appearance, we shouldn't judge ourselves based on our mistakes either. So really it comes down to planning your finances and then following that plan. But it's, it's not so simple, is it? It's not really all that simple. So I've given you kind of my seven tips, my seven steps to being okay with spending, but there are two common traps that people fall into when going whole hog on their financial goals. I don't know if you know this, but I also do some career coaching In January, I'm also releasing the Promotion Handbook. It's a course designed to help those in the private sector get to their next promotion to climb that career ladder. If it sounds like something that you would enjoy, something you're interested in, I am signing up five beta testers for free to join the course and tell me how it goes. There's an application link in the description of this podcast episode if you feel like applying. I would love to get in five eager people who want to get their next promotion and are hitting a brick wall. Let's get you that next promotion and raise in record time. Join the promotion handbook as a free beta tester by clicking the link below and applying. I'll see you there. The first one is, and I know that you've heard this, not spending anything on fun. Some people don't spend anything on fun. And I'll tell you why that's a trap in a moment. And the second one is spending too much on fun. And I can, I'll tell you why that's a trap too, although you kind of know it, but it's kind of a pendulum. Okay. And this is why these are traps. A lot of people will not spend anything on having fun while they're getting out of debt or achieving a financial goal that they really want to achieve. They treat this time like going to purgatory for their sins. They want it to hurt. They want it to feel bad. And that's okay to a degree, but I've seen time and time again that those who enter debt payoff purgatory, 
come out without the ability to have fun. And it can then take years of therapy to be okay having fun again. Then they've lost years in this like debt purgatory that they thought they deserved, not because they're still in debt, but because they felt like they deserved to be in purgatory. And if you feel like you deserve to be punished, it's really hard to have fun until, and this is where it swings, until they kind of go a little crazy and they spend too much on fun and it causes the sin that they wanted to punish themselves for in purgatory again, and then they go back to purgatory. So this is this is like a really, really common thing, Right. And it, and it stems from a lot of parenting techniques, a lot of things that you learned as kids that we learned as kids, uh, but it's, it's not helpful. So instead, I advocate while you're getting out of debt or achieving a financial goal that's really, you know, really important to you, I advocate spending 1% to 5% of any extra or beyond essentials money on fun while you're getting out of debt. And you can spend it however you like, however you like. So that means, okay, you have a budget and you have all of your essential expenses. You have your food, you have housing, you have within moderation, all the things that you need to live in your budget. And then you also have debt and you're trying to pay off debt, right? And you take the money that you would spend for your debt snowball Let's say it's $200 extra that you have that you're putting to your debt snowball. Well, you take that debt snowball and you say, okay, well, I'm going to take some of the money that I would be putting toward my debt snowball and spend spend it on fun every month. So let's say you got to the point, okay, let's let's say you have $1,000 just to make this really easy. Let's say you have $1,000 that you're spending on your debt snowball. Well, 5% is $50. It's not that much money but it's enough to help keep you whole. It's enough to be okay spending. And then when you've achieved a significant milestone, like like you're out of credit card debt, or you've paid off $30,000 on your student loans or, or what have you, after you've achieved a significant milestone, you take that amount of your debt snowball, the extra, I call it my bottom line budget item, So you take your bottom line, what you have extra that you can put towards your goals, you take 10% of that and you celebrate your milestone. So that really helps this positive motivation. And when you're trying to get out of debt or you're trying to achieve a significant milestone, it helps you stay healthy. It helps you stay whole. It helps you remember to be a person and and it helps you keep your friends and other relationships. It helps you build a deeper desire to get out of debt, which makes you do crazy things like getting another job or, or selling all the crap you really don't use anymore. And maybe some that you do, it helps you keep the motivation to continue to get out of debt, to continue to uh, try to achieve your financial milestones. So I've seen it over and over and over again. I've also seen, like I said before, some people swing from spending just a little bit on fun to getting a little taste and spending way too much money on fun. It's almost like an addiction and maybe it is. So, so a lot of people will put themselves in this purgatory because they felt like spending to them had become an addiction. And I'm not saying it hadn't, 
But here's the thing. If, if someone has an addiction, uh, let's say it's, um, an alcohol addiction. Okay. Well, you, you can wean yourself off of that. Um, I'm not a medical professional, but I've, I've seen people wean themselves off of alcohol and then stop altogether. And when they're recovering alcoholics, they don't drink while they're out or, or at home, you know, they just don't drink because having a little bit takes them back to that mindset of wanting a lot. Same thing with, with any drug addiction. They can't have a little bit because it takes them back to wanting a lot. But then, uh, uh, then you have other addictions like food addiction, like sugar addiction, and you, you can't stay away from food. You need food to live. Money is a lot like that. Spending money is a lot like that. You need to spend money. As an adult, you can't just hand over the reins and say, somebody else run my life. No, no, no. You need to spend money. So people who feel like, and they might have, a spending addiction will go all the way over and try not to spend any money on fun because, because it reminds them and it triggers that spending addiction. So for those people... I still go back to that one to 5% rule and that 10% rule when they've achieved significant milestones. But for those people, they take it out in cash and that is it. That is all that they have to spend and they can only spend the cash. They can't spend it on their debit card. They can't spend it on a credit card. They can only spend cash because I don't want them to go back into their spending addiction habits and then go into that purgatory again. I don't want that negative cycle to keep going. So that those are some those are some methods, those are some ways for you to continue or for you to enjoy spending money. And here's here's the thing. Your financial goals are your goals. Your goals can be about enjoyment. Your goals can be about helping other people. Your financial goals can be about your retirement, and some should be. (laughs) Your goals are your goals. They're yours. And money is a tool that helps you get to them. Some people need to have enjoyment goals. Our next family enjoyment goal is Disney World with the kids. We're stoked. Some people need to have financial goals that sound way better to them than their enjoyment goals. They need to learn to live within their means. Often my job is to figure out where people are on this spectrum, right? It, from, from financial uh, spending addiction to the other side of the spectrum, which is purgatory. And my job is to keep them healthy, financially healthy with their relationships that matter to them and not burnt out while trying to get out of debt or achieve their financial goals. It's hard to strike that balance. But as you're doing this yourself, don't be afraid of making a mistake. Don't be afraid of having fun with your money while also achieving your financial goals. You can do both. I've seen it over and over again. And it's okay to have both in mind when you spend. Just don't go overboard so much that you lose sight of what really matters. The best way is to lean toward what's harder for you, at least for now, but only if it doesn't feel like an addiction or compulsion. And if it feels wrong, stop immediately. It might just mean that there are other things going on that need to be addressed before being able to enjoy spending money again without guilt or shame or addiction involved. Doing this will help you get out of debt faster 
and also keep relationships intact. The last thing we want for you, the last thing I want for you is to go into debt or feel like you can't crack a smile. You don't need to live your life in drudgery, but make sure that if you're going full force on your financial goals to set some money aside, to have fun with, it's worth it. Trust me. It might seem weird or even risky at first because you're, you, you'll be committing yourself to spending some money on fun each month within limits, but there's nothing risky about this strategy when it's done within reasonable parameters and staying true to your financial goals. It might even get you to your financial goals faster. Anyway, I hope this helped. I hope the tips that were weaved through this, the the steps, the two different kinds, the pendulum, the balance, I hope all of that really helped you. You you should take those the action items that apply to you from this podcast and apply them this week. If you have a spending addiction, only put your fun money in cash. If you don't have a spending addiction and you aren't having fun, make that budget and put some fun money in it. Okay, apply that and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.